0: This episode is brought to you by Pittsburgh Comics, recently named one of the best comic book stores by the Pittsburgh City Paper. Pittsburgh Comics is the premier comic shop in the South Hills of Pittsburgh, located in McMurray, conveniently near Route 19 and Route 79. Pittsburgh Comic carries a large collection of new and back-issue comics, trade paperbacks, graphic novels, games, statues, action figures, and more. Don't forget Comics Perks! With the Comics Perks program, you can earn points on every purchase you make in the store. You get a point for every dollar spent, and every 100 points can be redeemed for $10 off a future purchase. Go to pittsburghcomics.com for more, or follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The
1: comic book pit? Okay. Okay.
0: Gang. It's Sean of the Comic Book Pit, and this is Comic Book Pit number 385. And with me tonight is,
1: is nope. Link. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> We're new to this. We're working through it. <laughs>
2: we don't have our fearless leader right now, so Sean is at the helm.
0: Yes. Dan is on a secret mission from shield <laughs> i i was practicing that all day i was like that's what i'm gonna say anyway thank you link and cater with me say hello, hello gang
1: hello gang <laughs> <laughs> we get, get the dad jokes out of the way
0: we're we're nailing this, this yeah this is, no, gonna this is be a the flawless intro.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> this is the flawless intro. I'd like to see Jared and Scott do this <laughs> up yours, Jared and Scott. Ha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, the pirates suck.
2: Anyway, <gasps>
0: That's right. I said it. I live in Pittsburgh. They suck.
2: Jared's never going to talk to us again.
1: I, I, haven't seen know Jared. I haven't seen Jared in two years. He's still, he doesn't talk to me right now. <laughs> I mean... It's, yeah, it's not Jared's fault. But... <laughs> we, ne- we never get to be on the same floor or anything.
0: Jer- Jared already knows. When we used to host a podcast together, I would just tune out when he did the Pirate's Corner. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I don't know. Pirates there's, suck.
1: There's Sean napping in the corner. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> So anyway, today's sponsor of CBP is New Dimension Comics, and they will have a customer appreciation sale on Saturday, June 26th at their businesses. Uh, they've been around for 35 years is the celebration.
1: Oh, oh, that's cool. 35 <laughs> yeah. years. That's a, that's a good milestone. 35. Yeah, exactly. There's 35 old me. Years. Yeah. Wow.
2: I'm 35. Yeah. Good job. Let's have a cake together, CBP.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And ice cream, because ice cream's awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. But the cool thing is with that celebration, besides being that you're 35 as well, is that (laughs) all dollar books (laughs) are all 35 cents and 25% off almost everything at New Dimension locations.
1: That's cool. Yeah. I'm digging it. It's a good time to, to go uh, dollar box diving. Hmm. Get through that backlist. Which I have plenty of backlists to get through someday. <laughs> As yeah. I continue uh, continue to accumulate them and then I'm like, well, well, I'm gonna, I'll pick this up in the dollar box someday. And you know how it is. I have a feeling you do that too, Sean. See, my problem
0: is I keep like looking at uh, like floppies. And I'm like, I'm totally going to read that one day. And then I end up getting trades and I read those first.
1: And sure, yeah.
0: that's all I read is trades. And I'm like, I should totally read those floppies. And well,
1: if you, if you wait long enough, those floppies just turn into trades, right? You Eventually just have, you just don't, <laughs> that's why you buy them in the dollar box. So you're not <laughs> buying a $4 floppy. You don't read.
0: That's true. I don't, <laughs> I don't like to get like the new comic books nowadays anyways. Cause they're like 4 bucks. I mean, come on, like 4 or 5 bucks. Yeah, it's a, it's for like it's a good mid. Excuse me?
1: It's a it's a good bit of money. Yeah, like
0: I I I don't know if we talked about this the last time. We might have, but it was like how can you compete with today's prices of like all these things like getting like kids uh, attention! You know, for four bucks, oh, yeah. and buy like a what was it like a DLC? If I'm saying that right, I, <laughs> get, get a
1: Fortnite skin so you can do the Floss Dance. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah exactly. Like something like that's four bucks, and you get a lot longer. Where you know, floppies are four or five bucks, you get probably like five to ten ads.
1: The, they're for us chuggy adults. Is that what it is? Is that chuggy? Am I using it right? Yep. Chuggy. Yeah. <laughs> the word we learned Chewy. today look it up kids <laughs> or adults i guess the kids already know what chuggy
2: yeah means. the kids are calling us chuggy yeah we're chuggy <laughs>
1: uh,
0: <laughs> i have no idea what that could be i'm right. old i'm i think i'm even older than that cuz i i don't know yeah, although i, I got, got my kids saying dope that's awesome well there you go <laughs> she's like that's so dope and i'm like hell yeah kid
1: hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we've been uh reading speaking of comics i guess so we should get that out of the way since we're we have a track record that listeners are aware of when they're like oh boy it's a sean lincoln kate episode Here we
2: <laughs>
0: go. they're like oh i guess we should have listened for jared and scott uh, <laughs> now we are gonna go on a
1: them. tangent about 80s action movies <laughs> but
0: you know what at least we're at the fun podcast we are that's right. we're the fun part of CBP yeah
1: we're the we're the loose cannons that don't play by the rules there you go we <laughs> we throw
0: the badge down on the desk and the gun we're like no yep I quit and they're <laughs> like you can't quit you're fired to be like well you can't fire me because I quit
1: that's right anyways, <laughs> anyways. what have you been reading
0: what who's been reading who wants to go first?
1: I'm nominating you.
0: Are you, are you like me
1: or Kate? Who's next? to You, you, to you Sean. Back? Sorry, I guess <laughs> I guess that would have helped.
2: Since we're not on camera. We're not you on can
1: camera. Not, <laughs> yeah, not no pointing to me. <laughs> <laughs> Just whoever whoever decides that I that you got nominated. No, yeah, I, I was right. you. right. All right, I'll go. Okay, okay, okay.
0: So let's see which one I'll go first. I will choose. Uh, you know what? Mighty Thor. Okay. So the Mighty Thor I picked up, um, I forget when, like a couple months ago, probably at like New Dimension Comics. And it was like really cheap. So I was like, yeah, I'll buy this. And I mean, it had like, I don't, I haven't really read much of Matt Fraction. At least I don't believe I have.
1: Oh, this is, okay. So this is the new, new Thor
0: yeah, this isn't like Jack Kirby Thor. Gotcha. Like, I, know I, I was like, like, oh, here, here
1: we book. go with a Jack Kirby Thor book. I <laughs> do
0: want to go for some Jack Kirby Thor because I didn't realize how cool it got in there. So mm-hmm. I might have to find that. But now this one is like the new stuff. This is like, I think this came out 2006, actually. I okay, believe oh, I this have enough.
1: This, this is what led up to uh, Female Thor. Jane Jane Foster spoilers. In case you didn't know, I apologize, Sean. Uh
0: yeah, well, I, didn't <laughs> I know if it led up to it, it was definitely like Thor. Yeah, or no, I think that was all Fraction.
1: Out. I think, I think. No, now I'm second guessing myself. Hang on. I no.
2: I mean, once upon a time, there was a what if comic book that I own that, well, that had female Thor. Yeah, exactly. It did happen. It did Thank happen. you. Oh,
1: no, oh geez, it wasn't Fraction. I'm, I'm, I'm. Oh, I'm. Jason Aaron. Jeez did I already do this? I don't think so. Did you? I put I'm, it not, on my I'm not list, your supervisor. I, you know what? I don't <laughs> think
0: I did. Nice. <laughs> uh, I'll. You know what? If I reviewed a gang, then I'm sorry. In the past, I'm pretty sure I didn't. I I only say I'm only questioning myself because I have a Trello account and I actually write down uh, all the books I've been reading and then. I was also having trouble remembering which books I would review for the show and not. And I have Galactus or I have Mighty Thor here, but I don't actually remember reviewing it. I think we were. I
1: don't. I don't remember it. you ever reviewing it while we were on the show, to my knowledge. Because this is the this is the the Matt Fraction stuff. This is um what leads to the one big Marvel event, Fear itself. I think. I think yeah. this is the run.
0: I think there's like a lot of these books that I didn't do.
1: You're, just, you're prematurely marking them off. I think I am.
0: Anyways, probably cause I would think like, Oh yeah, we'll totally do this. And,
1: and then, then we, then we, we talk about these action movies. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we got that train back on track, uh, Mine is called The Mighty Thor Volume 1 Galactus Seed by Matt Fraction. And I'm totally going to butcher the name. <laughs> Oliver Koipel. Koipel?
1: Yeah. Or, yeah. I, I mean, I'm a, yeah, I know who you're talking about.
0: And I I really loved it. I actually, I didn't get it for Matt Fraction. I actually got it for Oliver Coypel.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm looking up my notes which was I very right
1: I need to, uh, well, you keep talking. I'm going to Google him. Cause I want to, I can't remember what his art looked like. I remember.
0: Oh, it's so magnificent. Like I followed him on Instagram. Well I still do, but I haven't seen him update stuff, which I'm kind of amazed. Cause I'm pretty sure like the recent, like Loki. Oh yeah. Worked yeah. on. And like his artwork was just so good. It matched everything that I wanted out of it. Like I was following his artwork. I've known about his artwork for like a long time, but mm-hmm. he would work on books. I really wasn't interested at the time. Um, so, you know, once I saw this Mighty Thor and like there was this image I had, like I think it was on my phone or maybe like on my desktop image. Um, that's right. I still use a desktop. <laughs> um, <laughs> It was Galactus all in like shadow and like this person like looking up at Galactus and it just looks so awesome just the way it was. Like you got the sense and scale of who, how Galactus is and you're just like, Mm -hmm. wow. And he drew that and I just was like, that is awesome. So when I saw uh, this Mighty Thor one, I I poured through it and I saw that image and I was like, oh, I got to get this and it was good like the story of itself was good though here's the asterisk part of that there is some stuff that you have to read beforehand which i guess sucks when you're trying to read one of the big two at least recently they always have like oh well previously in this and you know and you're like well, gosh darn it i don't want Mm -hmm. that um let's see i really enjoyed the art especially the fighting scene with the surfer and thor big fan of Koipal. So that's what I wrote on my note. About, uh, apparently I read it back in January. And, um, yeah, like it, it was just,
1: really, Oh yeah. This, I'm looking at this scene right like now. I, it looks sweet.
0: Oh yeah. Like everything about that just seems so fun. You can tell that, uh, uh, Pal is just going to town on this stuff. Um, I'm, I don't think I'm new to Matt Fraction's work. I want to say I probably have a few books, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, But a lot of the characterization, a lot of the story was pretty good and well done, like written. Like I didn't feel, it didn't feel, um, I'm trying to think of some words. I don't know. It wasn't bad. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, sure, it, yeah, it was just a good read overall. Uh, there was probably a few hangups. Like I kind of got confused here and there, but, you know, I think that kind of happens from time to time. Sure. Like in storytelling, I, yeah. I think. I was a little Well, yeah, it's,
1: it, sometimes it depends on the art layout. And I mean, you know, there's, yeah. there's always it's hard to do. Sometimes, sometimes if there's a lot going on, it's, it's easy to get, or if you're, there's a lot of words and you're not looking at the art, that's, that's my hang up Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be focused on the words, um, and just read it like book almost. Cause it, mm-hmm. you know, there's a big conversation and then I'll, they'll get to a page where there's not words and I'll be like, wait, how'd we end up here? what I miss? What? <laughs> yeah. what were, were, why were my eyes not paying attention to the artwork <laughs> that, that led us <laughs> to the scene? Like, what? Why are we in space suddenly?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I think would happen. It would just be like something like that. And I'm like, "What? what the hell? Yeah. So, but overall, it's definitely a recommend for me. I generally liked it. I will probably pick up the second one. I don't know. Like, I don't really. Thor has never really been my favorite character. Like, to be honest, like at first I thought he was just more fantasy than you know, the science fiction that I like, but apparently he's a lot more cosmic fantasy stuff that I actually like. So
1: yeah, I I mean, I go back. It's an interesting mixed bag with Marvel does with, uh, Asgardian stuff here and there. Like my favorite stuff from Asgard that we've read. Um, I can't remember what it was specifically. It was like, um, Oh geez. What was, what was the name of the journey in the mystery? Is that what the word used to be called? Like back Mm -hmm. in the day? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they they did, like, a rerun of Journey into Mystery, like, at, randomly. um They switched Thor over to that, and it was, like, a Loki book for a while. Oh, but it, cool. and it was told, like, in ye olde style, but it was also, like, modern humor. um, But it was, like, written in the way that it, like, gave off that vibe. I don't know. It was really clever how they did it, but, like, sometimes they lean into that, like, mm-hmm. fantasy stuff, but then they just still – it's still through a modern lens, so it's not – it's, like, you know – it's a, they're like it did,
0: was it kind of like um that one uh chris hemsworth short with that australian guy
2: i mean chris hemsworth is australian well i meant like <laughs> that, uh, mean like uh, that, that where he played Thor?
0: About. no like he he played thor and he, well, he had, had a roommate, roommate? Yeah, yeah like yeah, he yeah,
1: had yeah, a roommate like that. yeah yeah it's like that they, they, they always like like that that fish out of water kind of vibe a bit. Yeah. Like, but also like, have you thought
0: about sending a electronic mail? Yeah, exactly. And you're just like,
1: okay. Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's that kind of stuff. I don't know. It, I, I, I dig Thor books more often than not, even though I don't think it's like, I always keep thinking, no, this isn't my thing. And then every time I read about it, I'm like, that sounds fucking cool. Um,
2: Yeah. Thor's great.
1: Like I know Jason Aaron did stuff with like, Venom in the Thor book or like the not Venom, but like the symbiote that make made that Venom is part of like that. He came up with like, this huge thing and tied it into Asgardian mythology and like the cosmic mythology of the Marvel universe. And I'm reading about it. I was like, that sounds super cool. Oh, that's
2: up my alley. Right. And I
1: was like, why am I not reading the Jason Aaron Thor books? Hmm. I might have um, to get on that.
2: I mean, I love Thor and I love Matt Fraction. Like, mm. his Hawkeye is probably the only reason I care about Hawkeye.
0: That's where I heard the yep. name. Yep. That's, also Sex I Criminals. To, yep. That's where I heard that too. Oh yeah. And I wanted to uh, read he's, Hawkeye.
1: He's the Jimmy Olsen writer for that new series that we kept talking mm. up a year ago or yep. two.
0: Oh, I'm good on Jimmy.
1: You'll like it. I think, <laughs> I think you'd like this Jimmy. You know what?
0: The fourth world Jimmy, I care less about. <laughs> like i
1: Sure. I don't know, man. This is he, this is a much better Jimmy Olsen. I promise you, I guess it's more, it's more of a funny book and less of a, uh, it's it's just a funny book. It's a, yep. it's, it's a book that pokes fun at Jimmy Olsen and yep. the silver age and Superman. It's, it's good fun.
2: So therefore I love it.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think I could ever read a serious Jimmy Olsen story. I, 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 you know, yeah, no, no, thanks.
0: It was just corny. I, I don't know. I'm not going to go down that road.
1: Cause <laughs> You're like I've been down that path before.
0: I don't. I don't want to go down it. I've that's seen, fair. I guess I, were, I read the worst of Jimmy, and
1: uh, it, it, it hurts. It's, yeah, it can burn you. Um, he did. Th- there, there, there was a point in time, not, not to speak ill of this this Thor run, because I think it started off good, um, but it did lead into an event that. I, to my knowledge, I don't know anybody who's ever been like I really liked that event called Fear itself, um, and the gist of that event had it was like, some, there's, uh, some, I don't want to give away anything too much in case you're gonna read more, but the the gist was like something happened, a whole bunch of hammers landed on on Earth or Midgard, um, and those hammers gave different characters powers and fancy armor and made them all into like assholes. Yeah. <laughs> like they like turn into bad people or bad villains. I, I don't really remember it, but it was a really dumb plot. Like they pick, it was like almost like the uh, wrecking crew with, but with like Marvel heroes were like, here's a hammer I picked up. Oh, I transformed and now I'm going to fight this other hero that decided to pick up a hammer. And I don't know. Huh. It was, it was not Fraction's best writing. Um, it, it made it very clear to me that Matt Fraction is not the guy you go to to write a big event. He is he's the, the single single character focus writer. Um mm-hmm. which is probably why like the, the beginning part of Thor is probably awesome because it's probably very character driven.
0: It was. It was yeah. Huh. I'll have to check that out. Well I yeah. guess I have to check out more Thor.
1: Yeah, keep checking out Thor. I mean Thor's Thor's good.
0: As long as Oliver Copel is on
1: there, I would probably he seems to pop up a lot. I was still looking. It looked like uh he did a mini series called Unworthy, which I think happened around uh, when Jane Foster decided to become Thor. Thor, regular Thor, went through like a uh, a, l- a little mourning period, I think, where he just uh, kind of dressed up like Conan the Barbarian and fought with an axe for a while, I guess, and didn't, oh, ran around yeah. without a shirt on and stuff think he was either. bummed out that he didn't get to he couldn't wield Mjolnir anymore. But I think oh. Koeppl does the art on that, or at least he did the covers. Huh. Just from my Google search. But anyways, um, do you want to go next,
2: hun? Yeah, sure. That's
1: Kate, not you, Sean. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, I am, hun, not you. Sorry, Sean. So, Link and I are teaming up on a book, but that's not the one I'm going to talk about. So, as people of the podcast know already, I'm super into Buffy and Angel. And I have read yet another of the <laughs> Boom books. Because my lovely husband Link keeps buying them for me, and I can't disappoint him, so I have to keep reading them.
1: <laughs> <So, laughs> well, wow, it sounds like you're a hostage. <laughs> um, Are so you okay, <laughs> Link White? Oh, wait.
2: So, flower. Li- right, uh, as listeners have noticed, I have not been a huge fan of the last few issues/slash volumes. Um, Angel has been fine. Buffy was good. And then it got really weird and was trying too hard. The most of this crossover event, which is Hellmouth, which means everything to Buffy people and possibly nothing to non-Buffy people. Um, it was fine. But the way that it ended, I oh, need yeah. more. Oh, okay. Like I don't even want to keep flipping cause I sure. want link to actually read this just for the ending.
1: Okay.
2: Um, so I don't want to spoil anything for him cause he hasn't read it, but basically one thing that pops up every now and then in Buffy and honestly, possibly angel, but I know I've watched Buffy more than angel. Yeah. Um, so the multiverse, like DC, like Marvel, like any other comic book universe, there are multiple universes in the Buffy world and it's often referenced with worlds with nothing but shrimp or worlds with no shrimp. But there is a world (laughs) where someone else is the slayer. I'm sure there are many worlds where other people are the slayers, but that's the end of this book.
1: Oh, it's a big reveal. It's
2: a huge reveal. I'm super invested.
1: I can't even guess because your face will give it away. I'm like, is it this I'm yeah, not I even can't. Guess.
2: I can't lie for shit. So <laughs> he can't guess. Um, I don't know if anyone who listens actually reads this, but I recommend reading this my, just for the end and then just see where it goes after that. So this.
1: my question for you is: the last time you talked about this or something, the Angel Book. You were like, I don't see why this crosses over in the Buffy. But they do cross over in this, correct? This they is,
2: do cross over in they this. They
1: interact. Was it satisfying? Or was it just fine?
2: Um, So I'm more of a Buffy with Spike person anyways. Fair. I definitely felt like they did a disservice to the character of Drusilla in this crossover.
1: Oh, Okay.
2: Um, Drusilla is an awesome complicated character. And that's the thing about Buffy, all of their villains that are mainstay villains, not just monster of the week villains, but that keep popping up for the most part, they're all really developed and nuanced. And Drusilla is definitely one of those. And none of that came across in this.
1: She's just a weird lady saying weird stuff. (sighs)
2: She's a weird lady saying weird stuff. And Angel doesn't have a lot of the charm in this. Like Buffy is instantly charmed by Angel in the TV show, and that definitely doesn't happen in this.
1: It's all it's all David Boreanaz.
2: Maybe. <laughs> and, I and mean, season one <laughs> David <laughs> Boreanaz is way different than Angel David Boreanaz. Though, sure. Real. Yeah, that's fair. Um.
1: And also very different from Bones. <laughs> De- yes. But we're not going to go there. I just We to are not going
2: to talk about Bones because that's a pile of shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that crossover ruined Sleepy Hollow, just saying. Uh, but anyways, yeah, people should read this. I'm officially back on board. Cool. It's not that the writing's oh, awesome. bad. The writing's never been bad. It's just I think that trying to please Buffy fans – They maybe weren't doing a good job, but where they're going now, I'm in it.
1: Okay, cool. cool. I'm excited then.
0: Um, All right. Now, is that like kind of open to like new Buffy fans too,
2: or? It's definitely open to new Buffy fans. I think that the series as a whole is very approachable for people who have maybe heard of Buffy, but don't have a reference for any of the characters.
1: It starts from scratch. It starts from
2: scratch. Um, there are things they're doing. Like, there are things they're doing with Xander that never happened at all in the TV show or any of the other comics.
1: Are they? Uh, this, I mean, this may be spoilers, but I, this is my general curiosity question. Um, are they trying to make Xander less of like a fucking incel? No, no, he's still he's even more of an incel.
2: No, but he's he's doing something else.
1: He's just still Xander. Okay.
2: He's still Xander.
1: Okay.
0: I'm trying to remember. What does incel mean? I'm sorry.
1: Involuntary celibate.
2: Yeah, involuntary celibate. Basically, white whiny dudes who can't get laid because they're the stereotypical uh, nice guy that no girls want to date.
1: But then they turn out to be, yeah. You know. But yeah, surprise! surprise, yeah.
2: Xander was basically Josh Whedon's version of himself on the TV show, <laughs> and we all know where that ended <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, we sure do know <laughs> what happened
1: there. So, that explains so fucking much.
2: It does. It really <laughs> does. But it's also like, <laughs> like uh, Nicholas Brendan got told in one of the seasons that he needed to stop working out because he was getting too buff for Xander. Like there are definitely like things that they did with that character that they chose to fuck him up a little bit more. Yeah. Like no wonder the dude has so many mental health and addiction issues.
1: Yeah. Holy moly. It's It's rough.
2: But anyways, yes, new fans.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Segway. Good good
2: (laughs) place to onboard. Um, and you won't be bringing in any of the baggage that those of us who have been (laughs) taking part in this for over 25 years at this
1: point. Yeah. I mean, it's got Joss Whedon's name on it, but that's just a courtesy.
2: It basically, it does have Joss Whedon's name on it, but he is attached to name only.
1: Yeah. I will, this is, will be a bit
0: of a sidetrack, but kind of on point. And I want to give to you, Link, about your book. Yeah. But it has, it's been kind of on my mind for a minute. What is your thoughts Unlike stuff like uh, controversial uh, names being on top of pop culture stuff, like you're Josh Wheaton, <laughs> you J.K. Rowling, like we, it, or even, and I'll, and it's not even a controversy, but like Dr. Seuss, or at least oh, when sure. it comes to, to some of his older,
1: um, yeah, oh yeah, 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 sure. Um, it sucks <laughs> when you like what it is. And then you're like, oh, but the person who made it sucks, and maybe yeah. they make money when I buy things, or if I go to Harry Potter world.
2: Yeah, that's our big thing. I'm a huge Harry Potter nerd, and I want to give everything Harry Potter my money and have it, but I don't want J.K. Rowling to have any <laughs> money. Yeah, like, fuck her.
1: Yeah, it's compl- it's a complicated that. thing for sure.
0: All right, I was kind of curious because sometimes it's like I kind of find myself in that boat a little bit. Um, I mean, I. Well, Josh Whedon stuff. I was a bit of a fan. Like I, I'll fully admit, I didn't catch Buffy when it was on. Mm -hmm. I still haven't really caught Buffy, even though I can probably find it somewhere. And it wasn't just because, you know, it, it wasn't my bag. I just, I don't know. I just haven't gotten around to it. Um, I do like Dr. Horrible sing-along blog, mm-hmm. but it's like the, the JK Rowling stuff. It was always kind of like, what do you do? Cause my kid loves Harry Potter. Like mm-hmm. you know, my wife just finally finished the whole series with her. And,
1: um, yeah. <laughs> and then, it, it's and then like, you have the conversation to be like, well, the person who wrote this kind of sucks just so you know, <laughs> like, yeah, it, how do you I, work that in? Like after we haven't, know,
0: I don't know if we actually have gone down that road yet.
1: Yeah.
0: Harry too Potter.
1: A little young to get into it or at least have her, her life ruined that her fan uh, favorite thing is created by a crappy well, person.
0: I think right now she just looks at like stuff like Harry Potter is just Harry Potter. She's not looking outside of like who created what. And yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. So I, I mean, I guess when she's older and she, Finds out. I mean, I guess yeah. we can tell her, like, look, this was a thing. I don't. Yeah. Know. I haven't thought, but that was that. Just question just popped in my head. Yeah,
1: no, it's totally fair. Like, I, I mean, it's almost the same with actors and things. Like, uh, there's, there's plenty of people who've, uh, you know, suck for yeah. various different reasons, and it's always complicated seeing yeah. them in something you're watching.
2: So I'll bring up since he's. I don't know if he's looking at me on purpose. Um, no, <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Um, American Beauty is still one of my favorite movies,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and I still – so I actually haven't rewatched it since all of the allegations – not allegations, after everything came to light, even though it's been rumored for years that he preyed on young men. But since more high-profile people came forward, I haven't rewatched American Beauty. It'll still be one of my favorite films ever. I will still enjoy his performance in it, but I can also in that very same light hope that he never books a well-paying well-seen gig.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I'm the same with the Cosby show <laughs> yep. yep. and it hurts. It, it doesn't hurt Hurt. I guess it kind of, well, it does. Cause when I was a kid, you know, like, my family was a bit of a mess, like everybody's family mm-hmm. on some aspects. And, you know, the Cosby show was kind of there and being a person of color, you know, you see like this well to do mm-hmm. family. That's just, they approached everything like, you know, fam. And, you know, Bill Cosby was like my idol. Like I kind of wanted Bill Cosby as my dad for like <laughs> years. Cause my dad was a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I'll admit to that. And, I mean, my sister doesn't listen to this, but. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't really keep i I don't say my opinion about my own father. He's been gone for like eight years, so.
2: It's Um, fair. We can be in the "We Hate Our Dads" club together. It's fine.
0: Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It was very complex. Anyways, this is not therapy talk. Um, (laughs) So you know. I Bill Cosby was just there and I I dug on the like the pudding and the Fat Albert stuff. And so when that uh, that stuff was coming out, and I was like, oh, that crushed me." And then when Millie was born, I was like, "Well, what do I do?" Cuz Cause, cause I wanted to show her like the Cosby show. Like that was mm-hmm. one of my shows that I wanted to show cuz it's just like a good show. You know, it like to me, I thought it was better than Full House. Um I know uh Uh, what's the word Uh, lines crossed and stuff like that. But I didn't care for, I mean, I liked full house, but Cosby show was more. I
1: I won't die on the full house hill. (laughs) No, I mean, I even as
2: a white person, I loved full house, but I preferred family matters and the Cosby show. And I think a lot of it is because both of those shows were striving to have the perfect black family in people's homes, yeah. right? Like they were trying to give maybe hopes the wrong word, but they were essentially tackling issues that we're still trying to tackle these days.
0: Which kind of hurts your soul when you realize that you're like 25 to 30 years old. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh man.
2: I mean, Personally, I think there would be no harm in having Millie watch the Cosby show, knowing that eventually you're going to have a conversation, because I think that the benefits of watching that show in particular, like that show was funny, that show was wholesome, and that show definitely had a lot of people of color uplifting each other.
0: True. I guess it's, I don't think I can, though. I personally, I That's don't think fair. I can go back and watch Cosby shit without it, you know. knowing all the stuff I know about what Cos did. Um, it just it, To me, it only hurts because I always felt like he was a, a positive black boy oh, sure. on yeah. of
2: course. television.
0: you know. So like all the others, like, and don't get me wrong, there's been plenty since and there were, okay, maybe not before, but definitely since. Mm-hmm. been good, positive Black voices or people of color of voices. So, um, but yeah, all right. Well, let's move on. Link, yeah, what sure. is your book?
1: <laughs> this, this is an awkward segue. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, so,
2: so, since we're talking about black
1: people, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> since we're talking about black people, um, you no, know, and vampires. Uh, wait, wait,
0: I, I, I know. I'll say this uh, Ernie Hudson. <laughs> which has nothing to do with the cause. He probably wasn't an episode. He was a prominent '80s icon. Correct. That. he was in Dolomite Two, Human oh, Tornado.
1: Yeah. Nice. All right then. Yeah. You go. So, <laughs>
2: so along the lines complete. of black exploitation.
1: Yeah. Um. No, I checked out um, Dracula motherfucker, which is uh, a amazing title for a book. Um, it's written by Alex. DeCampy and the arts by Erica Henderson.
2: Which, so everyone knows Link only checked this out because of Erica Henderson.
1: I mean, I like her art. I was curious about, it wasn't just because of this reason. Okay,
2: okay. That's fine. I know, we both love Dracula stuff. We enjoy Blaxploitation. Yeah. It's fine. But, it's okay if that's the only reason. He's obsessed with Squirrel Girls.
1: That's, that's, yes.
2: And, oh, it's the artist, the artist that did that? Yeah, It's the
1: artist who oh. did the, the new Squirrel Girl run. She does this. I saw she did an art. Then. It was like on Twitter. She did an art of like, um, like The Thing, like John Carpenter's The Thing, uh, mm. that was really cool. It was like Kurt Russell, and like I think it was like near the end of the movie where he's by the fire or whatever. And it was just like a really out of the blue artwork. I was like, Wait, that's a Girl artist and she's doing like a sweet rated R movie thing and like I'm just used to her doing like G rated wholesome stuff, right? Yeah. So it really threw me for a loop and then I saw that she did this and I was like, "All right, sign me up. I want to see you do a horror book." Um and it's awesome. Uh the, it it came out I think it came out straight to hardcover um which the hardcover is pretty nice kate doesn't like it because the pages feel weird
2: i have a weird texture issue so i don't like but i think these feel. i think
1: these pages are actually kind of um and also the smell of this book like i don't know man i
2: noticed the smell as well i didn't like it it's
1: got like a weird old comic vibe it to does it. feel
2: like an oh. old comic
1: like it like the 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 paper that is printed on bleeds and, and the color pops in such a way that it's and the pages are a little bit thicker than you'd get in like regular trade definitely. paperbacks. Like it's it's not um it's not glossy, like it's more like matte yeah. matte paper.
2: Well, and who's referenced in the back is it actually Sean Phillips when they were talking about the art yes. and how he warned them that the colors that they use will definitely <laughs> just gonna bleed. They will bleed.
1: Yeah, no. Um, and and the way that it's colored, um. I'm going all over the place just here, but the way that it's colored is, uh, each setting kind of has its own aesthetic of like two or three colors to like set the scene. Like, you, it's like, um, if you have ever seen stuff that like Francesco Francavella does, like if you've read any of his stuff or seen any of his cover art artwork for like, um, Afterlife with Archie and that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Like that. It it's it's like it's that big wash of like, you know, all orange with some purple or like yep. all yellow with a little bit of red in there for like the blood. Yep. And it I don't know, it 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 helps set the scene for this being like a cool like like uh, like grindhouse vibe to it's it. It's
2: very grindhouse. And the basic story is about the brides. Of Dracula.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, that's that. I
2: know that they're like the overarching backstory.
1: Yeah. Their story is like the, like, it's almost like a reveal. It's not, it's not, it's reveals the wrong word because it is a short book. It's not like, Oh, I'm shocked. But it's like a thing you find out like midway through the book. They're like, Oh, this is a story about the brides of Dracula. Um, but primarily the main characters, uh, I forget what his name is now off the top of my head. Um, but anyways, he, he's he's a photographer.
2: He's a photographer. His last name is Harker, I think, which kept me being like, okay, is he Jonathan Harker? But he's not. He's like Quincy Harker.
1: Quincy something. Harker or something. Yeah, but he was supposed to be like Jonathan Harker. That's yeah. what in the back. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah, Quincy Harker.
2: But the art, especially with the brides, at first the juxtaposition rubbed me the wrong way because you expect the brides of Dracula to be gorgeous and Erica Henderson's her art is gorgeous but not in a way that you would expect
1: she draws realistically she
2: draws realistically
1: I mean you can look um, at the Scroll Girl artwork and be like a lot of people always criticize yeah they're like oh they made Scroll Girl ugly or yeah. whatever but she just looks realistic. It's very realistic. Oh, that page we're just on, which you're
2: not on anymore one of the like monsters or whatever was oh. like perfect with her art. But there's a wonderful uh backstory in the back with both the artist and the writer. And Erica Henderson was talking about how there's like a whole like feminist angle that went so into both, this. Yeah. That the more I looked at the art, the more I appreciated what it was doing. And then after reading the back matter, I definitely appreciated where they were going with it.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking So if you it.
2: like black exploitation, if you enjoy Dracula, anything, yep. dig it.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking at some of these uh, preview pages on uh, Google, and they're looking marvelous. I can't believe it's the same person that did Scoring right. Girl. Right? <laughs> yeah, like,
1: she's extremely talented. Yeah, and I ho- I hope this this opens up a lot more doors for her. Yeah. Um, the the other thing I'll even mention this uh the way they do Dracula is dope. And I don't even mm-hmm. think it's a spoiler to mention it, but like it's not in a traditional sense of Dracula. Dracula in this book is more like uh, an ambiguous figure. Like you would yes. like 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 the imagine the way like H P Lovecraft talks about like any of its anything you know Cthulhu or whatever where it's supposed to be like this unknowable horror that like your brain melts when you see it or whatever. Yeah. That's kind of the vibe they're going for it. As opposed to like, we know Cthulhu because a lot of people make little cute plush animals out of him It's like a little green squid guy, but HP Lovecraft, I don't think ever really described him in that kind of a way. Like a squiddy anything. That's just kind of what pop culture did with him. And that's kind of what they do with Dracula where they're like, yo, Dracula's just some weird, crazy mess of shit that you don't want to mess with that will drain your blood. It kind of reminds me, they mention it, but, um, have you ever watched the anime Helsing?
0: I know this is a long shot. No, well, okay. no, okay. I was thinking of Castlevania, but no,
1: I gotcha. Yeah, no, in, in, in Helsing, they do some interesting stuff with Alucard, who's also mm-hmm. like a vampire. Um, and they, it, it kind of, it's like a very similar vibe where like when he, I don't even know what the word for it is, vamps out, uh, he kind of becomes like this mass of like writhing darkness with like eyeballs and teeth and like it, like you kind of get like what's going on, but you don't. And mm-hmm. that's kind of what they're aiming for in this book, which is they capture really well. But yeah, this was uh it was 17 bucks and I could think of a lot worse ways to spend $17 for sure. Oh,
2: definitely. <laughs> cool.
1: Like I, I, I could think of uh seeing a movie in theaters that would not be nearly as good as this book. <laughs> yeah. So, I
0: have to get. It. I guess I missed it when we had it up on the on the uh, drive.
1: I don't okay. think this. This might not even be on the drive because it's it is a straight to paperback. So. Oh well, sometimes we might not. We might, not, we, we might have. Yeah, I don't maybe.
0: Know. You're probably right. Well, I mean, we already got rid of all from last year, and I saw that it came out last year in October. So.
1: Did well? Uh, well, did it? Maybe it was single. Maybe it did come out in single issues. I did. Then apparently, I missed it entirely because. I think I only bought this like a month or two ago.
0: Hmm.
1: So who knows? Maybe yeah. I'll
0: have to look on the drive yeah, after all. Take home. a, take or, a or Yeah, take a look. clunk down 17 bucks to support yeah. Erica Henderson. Because I loved Squirrel Girl. That was Well, I can't say I loved because I actually did really love the, the first trade that I read. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go back. 'Cause they kinda remind me of like comics that I grew up with with like, Oh, absolutely. Like side notes on the side and like oh, author's yeah. you note know, and just like all these things. I remember like growing up and just like reading uh what was it? Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. And, oh,
1: sure. Yeah. Uh
0: Jonah Vasquez would do something like that and like the I guy I thought
1: that he did that, that he had the footnote thing too. Yeah. Yeah man
0: there was a couple like the artist that trained me how to do comics he used to do that too and that I, I always thought that was like the extra thing when it came to comics like obviously there were jokes or like some yeah. stuff but i just thought it was unique i was like oh cool
1: so yeah the thing that um Brian North was saying in his books actually uh, is that because everything costs so much money back then, you know, three or $4 to buy a book that he wanted to pack it with as much content as possible, which is, I think why he did those little footnotes and all of the stuff he writes, um, okay. which I appreciate because he's, he's not wrong <laughs> yeah. as we were just talking about earlier. Like, you know, I, if I'm going to spend a lot of money on a book, I don't want to flip through it in like 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. And, and Scroll Girl always took me a little bit longer to read, too, which I appreciated. Like, I had to, yeah. to set a little bit more time aside.
0: And it definitely felt like you, you kept wanting to read back, like you wanted to read it again and again a little oh, bit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because it was just fun. Yeah. But uh, all right. So with the comics out of the way, we will be talking about Loki when we come back from break.
2: This week's episode of Comic Book Pit is brought to you by Thriftburg. Do you need a gift that's more interesting than a gift card? Are you looking to reclaim a piece of your childhood? Thriftburg is your online stop for all things vintage and nostalgic. From the 1950s to the 1990s, they have everything from retro
1: kitchen, dining, and barware to action figures, games, books,
2: pop culture, collectibles, and more. Comic book pit listeners also get 10% off their purchase of $20 or more with coupon code comic book pit. That's all one word comic book pit. So visit thriftburg.com
1: and check out their hundreds of unique vintage items.
0: Uh, and now we are talking about media, which is now, uh, which is, <laughs> it is now.
1: media j- is current. <laughs> current.
0: It is media. very current. <laughs> Loki the new TV or TV show on Disney Plus dropped on was it the 9th?
1: 6? Uh it was on a Wednesday so the ninth. 9.
2: Yeah, I don't know what days are.
1: Yeah, I don't yeah, don't expect I'm I'm still living at home not going outside barely. So I don't I don't know when the days change. Um that it actually aired like 2 days early and I don't exactly know. I theorize that it's not on Fridays because Star Wars has a thing that they're also oh, they doing. Do? Yeah. Well, yeah, they have a cartoon. Bad Batch. Yeah. Shout out to bad. Oh. Batch. Good cartoon show. Um, tied to the clone wars show a little bit and rebels and stuff, but you can, you can probably just fire it up and still enjoy it. To be honest. Um, they're, they're fun. And they, there's a couple of those. Um, but yeah, I imagine that's why they didn't want to do Loki on Fridays. Cause they didn't want to do two shows at the same time. So they can like, you know, milk it for all it's worth or whatever. Get you, get you logging in the Disney plus every day. So it's a habit. I'm cool. With that. <laughs> you gotta condition us. The, the the mouse has to.
2: Listen, I give it all up to the mouse, so yeah. they don't have to condition me. It's fine. Um, I but, drink Lo- the
1: but, but Loki was really good.
2: Oh my god, it was so good. It was so funny.
1: Uh, yeah. I guess, I, I guess before we dive into it, did we watch both episodes? Are we all up to date? I am all up to date. Okay, we're all up to Great.
0: date. Great. Cool. Yeah. I I generally the theory so far it's very funny very interesting um i think most of the stuff that i kind of still fawn over is uh the visual aesthetic of it oh yeah like a late 60s early 70s vibe and i love it like when they did like this opening shot of like uh the tv uh, tva Yes. oh uh, yeah I I know in our text we said it's a matte painting but it just reminded me of like matte paintings of old of like those old films and it was just mm-hmm. so good and I was trying to remember the artist that it reminded me of because they they were doing like all of these interesting geometry shapes and it's just so fun I, I'll have to admit the TVA kind of does remind me a little bit of um uh, Logan's run a bit sure, sure. like it you guys ever see Logan's Run? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> I, I always joked. Uh, what was it? Your twenty-first birthday? Thirtieth birthday. Oh, Thank shit. you. Every on my th- every time anybody ever turned thirty, like for a while, like when we were all turning thirty, I would buy people a gift a DVD of Logan's Run. With the- <laughs> I wouldn't say why. I wouldn't know if they even watched it. I was just like, I'm gonna buy you this. Here's Logan's Run on DVD. You can figure out why yourself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I wish I yeah, would know. <laughs> oh, that is great. That fun, is the best fun, present
1: ever. It was a fun, uh, you not know, inexpensive gift to get people to be like, "Here's a here's a little gift, thinking you." Yeah. You. Congrats <laughs> on turning thirty. <30." laughs> but yeah, no, Logan's Run's awesome. But it do, it totally matches that 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 aesthetic. Yeah, um, it's it just or, it's or so also. Fun. Um, I've never watched it, but I always hear about it, and I'm gonna watch it. Um, I think it had, I think it has Ian McKellen in it, which is why I should watch it. But uh, The Prisoner. Oh, the new one. The old one. Well, I guess I don't know.
0: Well, the no- old one was from the '60s, and
1: it had—I
0: don't want to say it was Paul McGann because that was the Eighth Doctor. Um, it had a um, a guy that was playing secret agent. Um oh yeah, let, me, let me look the prisoner it was yeah. um from the 60s and it starred the guy that was uh he played in a previous show called secret agent um which that series is not secret agent but the prisoner was it was really dope like it was awesome as hell yeah it's a
1: 1967 british te- I think this is what i'm talking uh-huh. about maybe well, ian they, McK- or, or was ian mckellen in a sequel
0: i don't know if it was a or sequel not the, sequel to the
1: reboot. What, yeah.
0: I think that's what it was. I kind of, I kind of looked at it, and I was going to check it out, and I was like, eh. But I mean, the only interest I had was the fact that it was Ian McKellen. And oh I, no,
1: he. Oh wait, yeah, two thousand nine. Yeah,
0: yeah, because I believe he played number two.
1: Yep. Yep, that's what this is saying. Yeah. So oh, I never Jesus saw. Jesus
2: was in it. Jim Caviezel.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jesus was in it. Yeah. No. Okay. So yeah. I I think I'm talking – I always got them confused because Ian McKellen's, you know – I don't even know how old he is, but he's old. So it, it seemed plausible without having looked it well, up. Yeah, in, it's uh,
0: definitely plausible. A young Ian McKellen could have been in The Totally. Pre-print.
1: Yeah. But anyways, yeah, no, I've always heard it I, – I heard that it, it, it it's a lot like The Prisoner and aesthetic, and I kind of get that from what little I've seen of clips and, and imagery from The Prisoner. But anyways – Back to Loki. Uh, <laughs>
2: I also appreciate him when Loki basically Sherlocked out, and I got the biggest lady boner. Oh, when they were in the in Renaissance fair up. tent. Oh yeah. Episode.
0: Oh he's yeah.
2: He totally Sherlocked out. Like. Yeah. That was amazing.
1: Mhm.
2: Which Loki's amazing.
1: Yeah. No, Loki's. Yeah. You
2: heard it here first.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, he's. Uh, Hillston is doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it not that he never like, does. Like
0: I know, it, it seems like everything. he's bringing a a little bit extra to it. He is. Like, yeah, he's
1: putting in the work.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, I have. I'm I'm kind of wondering how it's gonna go. Like I and I kind of like that in a series. Like I'm generally curious, especially since I'm
1: trying not to read too much. I read some Easter eggs. I was trying to see if there's any super interesting details. They really. I mean, there were things here and there, but a lot of it was like I'm not gonna. I don't need to know any more about this because I was real worried that I was like somebody's gonna figure this out and I'm yep. gonna know where it's gonna go and I'm gonna be not enjoy it as much. So
0: see, you gotta look at it from it's the journey, not the destiny.
1: Yeah, no, I I got I was real salty about um, Agatha Harkness in Wandavision <gasps> just because like everybody was saying it and the big reveal happened. And I was like. Um, and I don't want like that to happen to me with Loki so I'm just
0: See, I kind of like when I heard that I was I mean I was still shocked because I was like oh my gosh but yeah. I think I was more shocked because they actually gave her a theme song and I was like, but, well, sure um, yeah, um, yeah,
1: no I like I loved everything about that <laughs> it was just like the comic book fans knew what was gonna happen and they told me what was gonna happen and they were right and then I, um, like, eh.
2: I mean he basically went down a rabbit hole last night and he's pretty sure he knows what's gonna happen
1: no I have a th- I have a th- there's you have a, a theory. You have a
2: good. There is a good theory out there.
1: Yeah, and I don't want to know. I'm like, I'm done. Once once I saw that theories were showing up in Easter eggs, I was like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to know what witty little thing was yeah. like. Which oh, it, you know, this issue of whatever was the first appearance of the TVA, and it it was a number that was used. Yeah, you know, it's like something stupid like that. But no. Um,
2: we did find out cool stuff about Morbius, though. Do you want to talk about uh,
1: that? Oh, yeah. well, and like Wilson's water character. Well, no, no, bodies? no. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, but just Morbius in general, or Mobius, sorry, not sorry, Morbius. Sorry,
2: that was my mistake.
1: Mo- Morbius is a totally different thing. That Jar- is
2: the Jared Leto vampire. Yeah, Jared, Jared
1: Leto as a vampire does not show up in Loki.
2: Sorry, guys.
1: <laughs> or does <just laughs> he? That was in the Easter egg thread. You did not miss that Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, Mobius. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm blanking on. I think it was Mark Mark Grunwald.
2: It whatever, Urnwald. whatever his name Urnwald. was. Yeah, he was in charge of the continuity.
1: Yeah, his his appearance in the comic books is based off that that uh, Marvel editor slash writer who mm-hmm. kept track of all the continuity throughout the eighties and nineties, which is pretty cool and like a neat meta commentary thing yeah. with how the TVA mm-hmm. operates. I was I was unaware going into this that the TVA ever existed as a comic book thing because I guess I just don't read the books where the TVA would show up.
0: Same here. Like, I was kind of amazed by that, too. And I'm just like, really?
1: Because okay. it didn't seem like it. I was like, oh, yeah. they're doing like an original concept. This doesn't seem like it would show up in comic books. But I guess it did, like, during the 90s and some of the 80s. They, they brought it in every now and then. So huh. it's cool.
0: Yeah, I, I, I guess, like it. I guess during the 90s when I was reading comics, I didn't. They weren't You weren't
1: reading there. enough Rob Liefeld books, apparently. I guess not. Because it was in, uh, I think it was in, uh, oh, God, what was it? What was that weird Rob Liefeld thing that with uh, the guy that was in the the main boss of uh, Marvel vs. Capcom? You know what I'm talking about. You friends with Nick Marino? <laughs> what? The oh. the guy the the guy that looks like Magneto but he's not. Yeah, onslaught. Onslaught. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, but he wasn't a Rob Liefeld thing. He was. He,
1: um, he was in a book by Rob Liefeld, though. That was he? the yeah. I thought that was the book with uh. God, I'm terrible with names. With the not not Bucky.
0: Oh, you're thinking of Heroes Reborn.
1: Heroes Reborn, yeah. Onslaught. Yeah, like Onslaught.
0: That. Yeah, Onslaught. Oh, he was. I didn't read Heroes Reborn. Okay, okay. Read, yeah, yeah. Onslaught I read was some of the Heroes Onslaught Reborn. with the the X Men stuff. Oh, I gotcha. And then Heroes Reborn came, and I I was still kind of stuck on my X Men stuff, so I really didn't want to like venture out and read the other books because they didn't That's really fair. appeal to me.
1: And you had to look at Rob Leafield art. So, like, who yeah. wants to do that? Nobody wants to do that. No one. Except wants. for Rob Leafield fans. If you're out there, I apologize. Funny enough, I had a
0: conversation with a, a friend about Rob Liefeld, uh at New Dimension Comics. We were kind oh, yeah. of going back and forth a little bit. Um, right. I, I mean, did extend him a little bit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: I'll go with this I don't appreciate him from an artistic point of view. And then he brought excitement to the page that not many artists can do. He had this raw excitement. Um, Now, granted, I will say this. I haven't read a full Rob Liefeld book all the way through, not by choice. It's just, I just, it it was one of those things I just never got into, Mm -hmm. but the samples I've seen, and some of the pages I might have read here and there, it was just so... Like, he brought excitement. And I can see why there was always fervor around him. Now,
1: from a technical point of view... Sure. we don't, I, Not, not yeah. enough needs to be said about that. <laughs> yeah. Enough said. Technical no, point sorry. of view.
0: No. <laughs> so, also, I will give him this. When he was reinventing some of his older properties, he reached out to more creative, uh, different outlooks Mm -hmm. than just his own. Like he could have easily found like clones to redo glory and to redo profit. But yet he went to, I don't know who the artist was, but, uh, Brandon, uh, Brandon Graham wrote profit for like a number of issues Mm -hmm. and Sophie Campbell. And I, I don't know who wrote it. Sorry, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, that's fine. But so Campbell's yeah. bird is awesome. So yeah, know. she's go. awesome. Uh, and that is definitely not the glory from the nineties. Yeah. So, there you go. Um, so I'll give them props for that.
1: That's fair. Anyways, anyways, Loki.
0: So
2: getting back to Loki and the TVA, I would also like to give a shout out to the actress. And I'm so sorry if I am not pronouncing it properly because her name is Nigerian. She is Nigerian. But Wunmi Mosaku, if anyone recognized the one TVA officer from Lovecraft Country.
1: Yeah, she she's in a lot of stuff.
2: She's she's in so much more because we've only known her since Lovecraft Country. I just love that she's first off, she's gorgeous. But she's a tall, curvy, very dark skinned black woman in TV, and that's not that common. Mm-hmm. And she kills it. Like she was so captivating as Ruby, so I'm excited to see her in this. Um, but she was in so many things, like Superman, Batman versus Superman, In the Flesh, Fantastic Beasts. Like she's been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah,
1: we yeah we didn't recognize her Star sure. is
2: definitely rising and.
1: Because she, I think she was in Black Mirror. San, she was also in San, Black Mirror. She was in a San Junipero. and I was like, dude, yep. I don't was that was that who was that the other? I like I don't remember who all the characters in San Junipero were.
2: Yeah, I just remember Madison or Mackenzie Yeah, Davis. right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so everybody popping up in the TVA and in Loki in general. Yeah, it's a good show, and Owen Wilson like what a comeback!
1: Yeah, no, yeah. good, good, good. Owen Wilson stuff. Uh, he's doing an awesome job being like this, like what, what you know the eighties cop metaphor basically. Yep. He's not. He's a loose cannon, not playing by the rules, so to speak. <laughs> um. Oh, and shout out to Tara Strong for Miss Minutes. Yeah, um, that great great voice acting. and I'm so glad that she got to be in a Marvel thing like that. Yep. With, with her her you know her background with doing uh, Harley and other other comic book things over the years. Um,
0: I don't think they would have been like. Sorry, you're too DC for us.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, I
2: still don't understand why she's not Harley in Harley. Oh like, well. I, I don't care about the yeah, Well, Big Bang
0: Theory chick. Sorry. Actually, I didn't mind her.
2: Oh, I didn't mind her either, but uh, like, why not have Tara Strong?
0: Yeah. I was fair. wondering why. What's her. The original actress, uh, Arlene.
1: Arlene Sorkin? Is it Arlene Sorkin? I think maybe.
0: I wanted to say Arlene Sorkin, but I wasn't sure if it was. I'm pretty, that sounds was really correct,
1: and I keep forgetting if that's a real name or a comic book name.
0: No, no <laughs> well, I was thinking of like Aaron Sorkin, the the was it the big writer from West Wing or something like that. Oh, you, you lost me. You
1: know. Anyways, yeah, no, Anyways. yeah, it's surprising. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, you set us up for a good segue for something that we're good. We about. Oh, I totally about- didn't
2: mean to. Okay.
1: Well you did, uh, but That's I'm, great. but I'm not going to use it right now, but we're going to heart. I'm going to we'll pretend we did later. Cause we still should talk a little bit more about Loki. Um, the variant, uh, the actress for that's interesting too. I, I was thrown off that she had blonde hair.
2: Yeah. I'm that, not usually
1: uh, that person to be like, well, you know, she's not like in the comic books, but,
2: but we just weren't expecting that we were expecting lady Loki at some point.
1: Yeah, I was expecting I like know. the comic book lady Loki with the long, long dark hair yeah. and like, yeah.
0: I wasn't sure what to expect when I was coming into this. I I definitely was hearing that they think that she might be the enchantress, and that'd be kind of interesting. That's the theory
1: that I heard. That's the theory that I heard.
2: Yeah.
0: But I need more to go on. So, yeah, Just because she had Yeah, the I'm not going to deep
1: dive and, it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Time will tell. Um, I mean, I guess it kind
0: of... No, because Loki did that, too. I was going to say, like, well, she seemed... Yeah, I was like trying to one think one about little,
1: it. I was like, how does this hint towards the Enchantress? But then I was like, no, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole yet.
0: Well, it was the whole, like, touch stuff. Like, That's in, what I um, thought, yeah. Fallen. Yeah, guys, I'm just digging up all sorts of movies for some reason. Fallen, <laughs> you ever see that Denzel movie?
1: No, I yeah. haven't. Kate it, might have.
2: Years from, ago.
0: Yeah, so it would be like that. Like, they were just touching and just, like the same personality come through. So I figured it was like, Oh, well, but then I remembered Loki did do that for, um, or maybe he had that staff. I don't know. Yeah. We'll save it for episode three.
1: Yeah. Um, we'll we'll see where that goes. But yeah. Um, she, I mean, I, I dig, I dig the actress. I can't say anything too much one way or the other. Cause she didn't, she didn't do a lot, but I, I liked what I saw. Um, I like I the little like,
0: finger wave. Like,
1: Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a feeling that they were going to do the lady Loki thing. And I kind of theorized it last week. Um, uh, just because I think Marvel put out an article about like Loki being gender neutral or gender fluid or whatever. They gender are. fluid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, why are they announcing this right now? That's interesting. And then I just, then went, then the, the episode ended and I was like, The variant is you. And I was like, oh, okay, I see why Where this is going to I see why this announcement was made a week ahead of time just to prep the world,
2: prep the world who hadn't read the comics. Exactly. So all the incels didn't come for Loki.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, they would
0: anyway. That's
1: what they would. would. But uh, yeah, no, anyways, long story short, I really like Loki. I can't you know, I can't say enough about it.
2: Tom Tiddleston's
1: having fun with it. Let's go. Yeah, he's having fun with it. The set pieces are cool. Um, I think there's a lot of opportunity to do other fun things in there. Uh, The most unbelievable thing to me, and I mentioned this talking to some friends, um, you can't convince me that the logos for all these companies didn't change in 30 years, (laughs) from 2021 to like 2050 or whatever, that the Pepsi logo still looks the same as it does today. Get out of here. Well, you never know. I mean, Pepsi I mean, really hasn't was changed.
2: The same as when we were little. I
0: no, mean, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola has a... Coca-Cola
1: uh, is fair enough. But you can't convince me they didn't make any more flavors of Mountain Dew. Oh,
0: well, there's probably like <laughs> 150 by 2015.
1: Exactly. They only had Code Red and regular sh- flavor Mountain Dew on that shelf.
2: Maybe all the other ones...
1: They, they all. Maybe
2: we knew that there was stuff in them that you shouldn't be drinking. (laughs) Asling Chuck was USA. USA. Oh, excuse me, USA. You
0: also have to look at it. It's the South. They'd kind of do that.
1: It is the South, but no, they
0: don't care. They'll drink gasoline and and vinegar together.
1: And I know that's a silly complaint. It's more of a joke, but it is one of the one thing that like slightly pulled me out of it during it. I was like. This is in the near future, but it's shocking. It just looks like 2021.
2: Don't be choogy.
0: (laughs) See, I kind of like dismissed all that stuff since I became like I since I started living in the future, because I remember like in the 90s, thinking that 2005 was going to be like super awesome.
1: That's fair. Yeah, it's not back to the future. That's for sure. Yeah,
0: it definitely didn't become back to the future. Like I totally wanted myself tying laces. Yeah. Or I wanted my air drying coat. Yeah, or, I mean, I guess the... Or old, hoverboard. Like,
1: I don't know what else they could have done with it. Like, thrown in, thrown in a couple robots. Like, not Greek, like robot robots, but, like, droney robots. Like, Roomba's floor-sweeping robot-type things. Or, like... Yeah, like... Touch screens. I, I don't know. I think they kind
0: of did it with that um, billboard to announce where they were. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it was year. all electronic and everything. Yeah, and, and then the like, big,
1: like, a- holographic lady outside of the building. Like, they did yeah. a little bit of stuff, and I... I fair enough. And
0: Um, I'll admit, like I kind of was being judgmental. I was like, yeah, right. The South is going to really have that type of futuristic tech. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry.
1: Also. Yeah.
0: I'm not trying to throw shade to the Southern States, but it just seems like in current American affair, it seems like when we try to do something progressive, those people try to go back and like, I don't know, go back 50 years. Yeah. It's because so. the devil
1: lives in the electronics, Sean. You can't exactly. you can't let the devil into your home or your well, <laughs> I <sighs> Which know. I like. I appreciate the Roxxon reference. I think this. I this I don't know if this is the the official first appearance of Roxxon in an MCU official Disney capacity because it's shown up in a bunch of other stuff that we've watched over over the years. Um, but it's always been like Agents of Shield or like the the not. That pseudo canon stuff where you're not really sure what that means anymore.
0: Wait, Agents Shield is not part of canon?
1: It, I mean, mm. it's not.
0: That's what I keep hearing, and I'm like, why isn't it? Then they have like Thor two, drop in right like storyline. I know.
1: It. Uh, who knows? Because because Disney decided that it wasn't, even though like, it aired on ABC. Yeah. Because like, it was done by a different showrunner than than Kevin, uh, Fiji. Okay. I Donuts, mean,
2: I figured the cast. They were super butt hurt about it. Yep.
0: Yeah. Oh, I. I mean, I kind of figured like, okay, well, I get the Netflix stuff not being canon. I mean, even that.
1: Yeah. Well, even like the stuff that came after and Disney owned it, like Cloak and Dagger had like a huge part of it featured rocks on. Like that's Ugh. how they got their powers. Blah blah blah. But. It's probably not canon. Runaways, not canon.
2: Which are both such deep cuts. Like those shows were They're so good. They're good shows.
1: Yeah. But I, anyways, I, I really
0: wanted to catch Runaways. I mean, I guess I technically,
1: I can't. It's on Hulu. Okay. I think it's also on Disney plus. I think it's on both of them, but yeah, there was, I mean, they are good shows that end in satisfying ways. At least one of them does cloak and Dagger is kind of a ends on a bummer. Cause I think he only got two seasons, but it was still good. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, uh, I don't want to go on too long of a tangent. Everybody should watch Loki. Loki's awesome, but we have something way more important to talk about, everybody.
2: Something that would only be awesome if DC could get behind it. Mm-hmm. But heroes <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I'm sure you all know what we're talking about. Yeah,
1: I don't even know. If we I feel like this news like broke like mainstream media, like it was like the headline, like. Biden's like probably in his office in the oval office like getting a, a you know
2: but He's with Putin right now. They're talking about it right yeah, now. Yeah, even Putin are talking <laughs> about
1: this right now. They have this is this is actually yeah, this is <laughs> So, I
0: guess if you don't know viewers or not viewers, listeners. listeners, nobody I hope listeners. Nobody,
1: if you if you're looking at this podcast, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> hey,
0: you know what? I actually always wanted to uh ask Dan if we should just Put like a graphic and like put our recording and then throw it up on YouTube. Yeah, but I never bad. did. Yeah. Anyways, if you're listening or if uh, listeners out there don't know, the recent headline is that in one of the episodes of Harley Quinn, they wanted to do a joke. Well, not a joke. A scene
1: uh, or like a gag or something.
0: Yeah, like a scene, a gag where Harley Quinn or not Harley Quinn, uh, Batman. I wish. <laughs> was going down on Catwoman by going down. Uh, What's was like, do I have to give like the sex talk
1: now? Like, no,
2: uh, it's play- fine. you need that to, if like, you, you to don't know words. what that means, you need to Google it <laughs> and then come back to
1: us. What's safe search off probably. Otherwise you're not going to find any results.
0: <laughs> uh, basically he wouldn't pet the kitty. So yeah, we'll, we'll say that he wouldn't pet the kitty with his tongue. <laughs> uh, and DC Uh, entertainment, I assume it was entertainment not the comics, but probably Mm -hmm. they said, nope, nope no, no go, heroes don't do that heroes Heroes
1: heroes. don't do that which is the funniest thing to say out of context of this conversation (laughs) you're like, going down on a woman, heroes don't do that
2: (laughs) it's so weird because in terms of DC Comics within the last few years they showed Batman's dick
1: they did, but there was a scandal
2: it was a scandal, <laughs> but like they've also shown them basically fucking.
1: The Catwoman and Batman on the rooftop. Yep.
2: And put
1: their masks on. Yeah, that was like yeah. the new Fifty Two first issue of Catwoman, I think. They or I think it was the first. Yeah, it was the first issue of Catwoman, and they got to it on the rooftop. Oh, I was
0: making a sly for um, what was it? Uh, All Star Batman.
1: Oh, yep, 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 yep. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's happened before. It happens a lot. But it's always scandalous. Nobody, Bruce Wayne, just he can't get none.
2: No, Bruce Wayne is a playboy. He gets it. He fucks it. He goes down on it. He eats it.
1: Yeah, but who's not
0: to say he might actually be like, nope, I'm not doing it. Look at his (laughs) personality. He He always has to be in control. He does not want to give up control to
2: somebody else. Likes
1: Catwoman. Cause she makes him lose control.
2: Exactly. That's
1: that's the appeal. Mm -hmm. That's so, and, and why else would you have those little horns on your hood? (laughs) (laughs) Like, well, those are handlebars.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just thinking of the one comic. Oh God. Shit.
1: What? I don't know where you're going.
2: It's fine. Cut this out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, anyway. one, no, I will go Superman would. He would do that. He pleases Lois. There has yeah. to be if Dick you Grayson think of would. Dick Grayson definitely would. His name oh, yeah. is Dick.
1: Yeah, Dick,
2: Dick. <laughs> Now here's the question. We all know what Dick Grayson's ass look like. Yeah. Would Batman eat Dick Grayson's ass? <laughs>
1: That's a damn <laughs> this took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> DC from DC would not allow that. Heroes don't do that.
2: Heroes
1: definitely don't do that. Um no, I DC from like the 1960s is coming out and being like how dare these allegations of Batman and Robin being the, <laughs> I will say no, but not because
0: heroes don't do that. I kind of feel like Batman would be like looking at him like because he saw him growing up, so that's kind of that's gross. That's fair.
1: That is fair.
0: Like, like nah.
2: Barbara Gordon when he's old. That creeps
0: me out for some reason.
1: That's a problem. I, that is a that's problem. The, I know. That's, that's
2: a whole other conversation. That's worst, that's like,
1: that is single-handedly the worst thing that Bruce Timm has ever done. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Fair.
0: It, it was gross. And, it, like, people were up in arms when they did the killing joke. And, and, it, and the, the
1: killing video. joke. No, thank you. But
0: it was, like, <sighs> I mean, I kind of got it. Cause I was like, well, I'm watching the series after series and you saw that, but still, yeah. it's still weird. It is still yeah. weird. It's like, you saw Barbara, like literally, I think someone had pointed out on the internet, maybe it was like Honest Trailers or something like that. They were like, it's really gross when you add in this scene from the original Batman series of, oh, Barbara, you've grown up. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yep. no. Yeah. No, that is wrong, Bruce.
1: Yeah, no. But no, I love that this this Catwoman thing's a whole a whole thing. Just
0: I definitely like the. It's so
1: funny.
2: I want Michael Keaton and Michelle Pfeiffer to weigh in.
1: Oh, I hope they do. (laughs) I absolutely hope they something comes of that. (laughs) No puns intended. but we're going to lose a lot of sponsors. Dan's, Dan's so putting sorry. some bleeps in this conversation. It's too hot for C V P
0: Nice. He just cuts in after this moment. It gets a little hot. This is CVP after dark.
1: Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it's it's interesting because they they do show plenty of – not show, but they imply plenty of that with other characters. It's just not Batman. Uh, yeah. Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy clearly are, what, I, like, because they're villains, they're allowed to to do that. Only.
0: I bet yeah. If it was like they're more upper echelon, well known villains, they probably would say no. I think it's only because
1: the Joker doesn't do that. <laughs> oh. Pl-
2: oh, he totally wouldn't. He's a self. He would. No,
1: yeah. Yeah, he's he's an asshole like, <laughs> Lex, Lex Luther does not do that.
0: No. He wouldn't. He's, he's too selfish. He'd just be like, nope. Yeah. He'd be like the guy f- from Desperado, like uh, the big boss guy. Yeah. That just like is not amused by sex.
1: Yeah. So um, King shark does, but you don't want him to.
2: Wow. <laughs>
0: he would have a big tongue though. <laughs> What are those,
2: those teeth, man? Yeah, there's
1: those teeth. That's a that's a well, hazard. I mean, his
2: you... jaw would literally unhinge.
1: Listen, Sean, if that's oh, yeah. if you want to take that risk, that's up to you. That's a personal choice.
0: <laughs> Maybe we can ask, uh, uh, was it Richard Dreyfuss from Jaws? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh no,
0: because he got sucked up in that Jaws.
2: Not that Oh boy. But yeah, um, no, it's
1: uh it, it was an interesting thing. I I don't know. I uh, comic I, books are weird. Com, comic books weird and comic book
0: culture around it is weird because yeah. they want they want realism in their superheroes, but yet when it gets too real, they're like, Whoa, this is too right, much. Yeah. Nope. We're not going there. And it's like like the, the bad dick type of thing. Like yep. What were you expecting? Like, I personally, I did not see it. Like, I, I didn't get a chance to see it before it got taken off the shelves. But I, I think it. so.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a valuable comic. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. It might be. 20 years from now, it's going to be like the Bat Dick comic. And Basically, it's it. like
2: these days, the Ariel Dick cover for The Little Mermaid. Oh, that one, yeah. That's what it's going to be in, like,
1: 30 years. Yeah, it's, it's going to be the one well, I mean, we got to see.
0: I mean, yeah, I think what did they expect it? Like, I guess someone said like, oh, he looks like he has like a pack of dimes. And it's like, what, yeah. what did you expect? Like him to just have like a giant schlong just like bouncing around like, <laughs> like, come on now.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah or know, that the fact that it got too real. Like, why is he walking around naked in the back cave? I don't know. Man's rich. Rich people do weird things.
1: I'm, you're in your home. Why wouldn't you walk around naked? Even yeah. if his home just happens to be a dark, dank cave.
2: Exactly. Like, I don't know.
0: Also, rich people are weird. Yeah. Like, yep. seriously, they do weird things.
2: Like it's a fucking, like, T-Rex or whatever. <laughs> it's
1: a giant yeah. rex And you hang up his wife's Batman naked in the Batcave?
2: <laughs>
0: exactly. You got a giant penny, a T-Rex. some reason, he takes souvenirs from his villains yep. and, like, costumes of little kids.
1: Yep. And puts them in glass cases and you're yeah, uh-huh. like, why is he naked? That's, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's... It's but, yeah. weird, it, and it and that extends to other things. Um, no, I don't want to tangent this too long because we should probably wrap up. But like uh, when Batwoman wasn't allowed to marry Maggie Sawyer, which
2: was bullshit.
1: It was some real bullshit because they were gonna get together and then like DC stepped in for reasons unknown and we're like, no, they they can get engaged, but then we're gonna break them up and they can't. You know, they can't be that intimate together.
2: It was early bury your gaze, except instead of actually killing them, we just ruined their happiness.
1: Right, yeah, it was weird. It was a weird time. And I think that's actually what made Greg Rucka quit for, like, a decade. And uh, then he came back, obviously, to write some Lois Lane and other things. So I guess they smoothed it over. But DC gets weirdly prudish about stuff for no good reason, honestly. And yeah,
0: um, I, I think it's probably, like, they're, I don't I always feel weird saying this stuff like, but like corporate overlords and just like, yeah, it's they, they, yeah, they see this stuff and like, nope, that's, that's it's, too it, progressive. Yeah. There. It's, it's some I'm guys free. in
1: some suits and it absolutely is a yeah. too progressive for them or it's a too, too risque. Um, meanwhile you get shows like, uh, the boys or, or invincible or like whatever. And they're not afraid to like no. do some stuff. Mm hmm. They're they're like, Well, we're not we're not owned by, you know, Warner Brothers. They're or, not afraid or to have the
2: lead character breastfeed off of an adult woman. An adult character. That's
1: that's correct. That is yeah. Well I mean to be fair that yeah, they're that the boys is a whole situation. Yeah, it is. Um but yeah, the boys isn't afraid to do some messed up stuff. Um but I think that's part of the show. Um but the point point being is that they're they're pushing boundaries of, of things and um it's granted A lot of those people aren't heroes, but even the heroes that there are like Invincible fucking
2: it's messed up.
1: What? Hmm?
2: Invincible.
1: Well, Invincible is messed up. But I meant the character Invincible yeah. oh. gets it. And he's a hero. Yeah. Like there's, they're not messing around there. There's, you know, that, um, so I don't know. These the big companies need to, to to ease up. Let Batman go down on Catwoman. Let Catwoman. Yeah. Catwoman deserves it, damn it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) After about 80 years, she deserves something.
1: Right, yeah. (laughs) After
2: the backstory they gave her, fuck yeah, she does.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's had a hard life. Just (laughs) let that man go down on her. Like, come on now. Uh, I mean, with that being said.
0: That being said, we can't go any further on this one. (laughs) Yeah, no. Everybody weigh in if you want to know more.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> call in to the show. Um I don't I don't know our number. Uh and here right, is right Dan's the cell
2: phone number. Beep, yeah. beep,
0: beep, beep, yeah, beep, beep, beep. Five, here's five, the Pit.
2: Tell him what you think about Batman going down on Catwoman or possibly eating Dick Grayson's ass.
1: Yeah, either or he'll just just <laughs> That's those are the phone calls Dan wants to receive. Make sure you call him at two AM of the night. If you're drunk, it's even better. He loves that.
0: And He's also Park Garfield, so if you call him on a Monday. Yeah, call him Monday on a Monday
1: two AM uh, while you're drunk, just drunk text him or drunk dial, whatever, and and let him know what you think.
2: And hopefully, we will be back for another podcast. Yeah, Dan, if Dan, Dan will let us. We're allowed
1: back. Um, we probably <laughs> won't be allowed back without Dan's supervision. But I, w- I want to commend us. We are a little bit, we're, we're a little long, and I apologize, but I feel as if this last segment was very important to discuss. And, totally. Uh, yeah. I, I feel as if, like, you can't not discuss it because it's so prevalent right now.
0: So. And we couldn't lead with it because we'd be
1: talking. We would, we'd we'd still be talking about it, and we'd yeah. not have told you about the comics. So Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. This is the compromise that, that we reached.
2: But you should never compromise on pleasure. <laughs> woman. And with that.
0: And she got to get hers. She has yep, to get hers. Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and with that, I would like to thank our sponsors. Uh, <laughs> those that remain. <laughs> those that remain. Hopefully, we didn't lose any because of this episode. <laughs> 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 the Pittsburgh Comics, Thriftburg. And New Dimension Comics, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm your host, Sean Atkins, and with me is
1: Link. You gotta, you gotta lead. What? Well,
0: go. Dance it that way.
1: <laughs> oh, Hulk.
0: Okay. And with no, okay. me tonight is Link. Oh, yeah, he does say his name first.
1: See? Yeah. He, there's the well, I thought it Anyways. was his face. Anyway, <laughs> Link. Oh, See you, everybody. Kate.
2: I would totally go down on Catwoman. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and this has been The Comic Book Pit 385. <laughs> Have a good night. Our, our final four, episode. Four days. <laughs> our final episode.